0: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of In Our Reels. As always, I'm Cameron joined by Eric Hotop. Today, we're going to be discussing one that's very close to Eric's heart in the form of Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, yeah, so you're the one who likes this movie so much. Give the people what, to tell them what it's about.
1: I do. I love this movie. So, this movie is actually based on the book by Roald Dahl, uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox. Um, but this is literally about a fox who uh, is growing up, he has a kid, and he, when he was younger, he used to hunt, like, he used to, um, like, what, like, hunt against farmers, like, kill their chickens and stuff like that. He'd, like, he was literally a fox. He'd, like, steal farmers, like... But, like, animals. that's, like,
0: him being, like, an animal robber like that's, like, a person being, like, a yeah. bank robber. Yeah,
1: it's, it's a really, really dangerous job. And so um he used to do it when he's younger and that's like how the movie starts essentially is him being like uh he his wife is pregnant and that's how the movie starts and it's him basically having to find a new job and he was a writer um for like a boring paper that nobody reads and he moves into a tree. Which is like also a risky thing for a fox that's that's like
0: baller moves for yeah. foxes. Yeah. He's
1: basically this fox that like goes against the grain of what everybody wants him to be and he's like, No, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. He's you know, and and that's basically the the film is these farmers and these you know, people hunting him down mm-hmm. and trying to kill him because they he he goes back into this world of wanting to hunt and Steals all their stuff, so they go after him and his family, and that's the movie. And it's, it's, there's definitely other things that happen, but that's like the overlapping. Um, so story.
0: Like, pretty yeah. much the gist of it is he buys this tree. They can't afford it, so he goes back to his quote-unquote old job to help pay for it. Right. But like his wife doesn't know is a key part of it. Right,
1: and it, well, it's, he's doing what he wants to do again. You know? Yeah. Um. It is a claymation film. It's a comedy and the heist it's, film it's amazing it's really funny it's incredibly incredibly well written um the cast is like i mean it's a wes anderson movie so for people who know who wes anderson is like the cast are going to be amazing no matter what wes anderson when he does a movie he goes big and that's like that's just the way he is his writing style his shooting style it's very unique it's very much his own thing you can there's very few directors that's like i wouldn't say few but like there are directors that you can look at and, and watch some of the like, clips of their movies and they'd be like, all right, what is this director? This is one of those kinds of people that, you know, like Wes Anderson is unique in his soundtracks. He uses in his writing style in his, um, even just like the camera, especially with like the camera shots. Like that's a big thing with him is it's lots of um, wide shots of, the scenery it's people just standing there and um i mean this movie is just this is one of for me this is one of my favorite movies like of all time for cam cam just thought it was so boring right i didn't think
0: it was bad you just talked about it like it's this holy grail
1: i mean it is it's it's up there for and it has a good rating it's got a good rating all overall i don't know what it is on
0: it's 4.1 on letterbox
1: that's great so like Even more to back up my point, like this movie is loved by many people. Um, And so I'm sure like, I don't really have to do much convincing for people because people who watch this movie know what i'm t- people who have seen it know exactly what i'm talking about i like cam is one of the only people that i've like sat with and watched and he's just been bored like literally, sat on literally wasn't that
0: impressed either yeah but she's I watched she's watched phone. it like
1: multiple times before though she's watched it a handful of times well. i did not sit on my phone yes you did no i didn't you were bored the whole time i could tell you were like yeah when is this gonna be over with I mean, it it's only like an hour and a half too it's not even a long movie. it wasn't it just wasn't as good as you made it sound I might have overhyped it for you, but it's because this is like literally for me like top five favorite films. Like because every
0: time it's like Fantastic Mr. Fox gets heard, Eric's like, "Oh, this movie is like what is in comparison of
1: like Drive to Matt as Fantastic yeah. Mr. Fox is for me." I don't know if anything is that like holy. And I definitely else. would agree with you on that. Like Drive is a good movie, but it's like not as amazing as what he thinks it is. But either way, this movie for me like. Just a, a fantastic film across the board. Everything in this movie is so finely tuned that it's just like, to me, it's just seamless. Like there's for for me, I'm just gonna get right out there. Like to me, there's just no cons. This movie is flawless in his like execution and how he wanted to do this, and his adaptation is just unique. But also like it's the book, so you know you have to. I just think it's it's hard for people to be like to the very few movies i would say are like "Oh, this movie is better than the book but like i love the uniqueness and the idea that he brought to this i was telling i don't know if i was telling you or who i was telling but like i could never imagine this movie not claymation like if they tried to do this as any like an animation style or even like i can see it or like a real life it would have been better like a live action movie like this movie would be terrible but like the claymation – I also, keeping I don't, in mind, though, I love claymation. I'm not a huge fan. It's an it's an art. Not It's hard to do. It's something that is you have to be patient with. And just – it's one of those kinds of things where, like, similar to, like, types of music for certain people where you listen to that and you're like, this is just seamless. Like, for me, with this, it's an art. Like, claymation is unique, and I could never do it. Like, I don't have the patience to do it. <laughs> you know how much, like, time claymation takes? Like, it's stupid how hard it – and just – I mean, just, like, the way that they did it, too. The way that they did this film is not, like, vastly unique to Claymation, but, like, you've seen Wallace and Gromit. You've seen um, Sean the Sheep, Chicken Run. Chicken Run's cool. I like Chicken Run. But this is, like, a much more, to me at least, a much more detailed, like, it's way more crisp in how they did that. The scenery in the background, they just spent a lot of time in the colors. The different colors in this film is, like, it's just amazing, the work they put into this movie. Um, but yeah, go ahead and like talk about what you thought about this movie.
0: I don't have any notes on it. We watched it like a couple weeks ago. It's like a so, week ago. So, I'm trying... First, the thing that sticks with me the most is how stupid that little, like... Like the little, like...
1: Part of his I don't
0: him. even give me that. If that was a movie I liked and the main character did
1: that, you'd be sitting there going, "What is that? That's stupid. That's, that's horrible." That's definitely that's part of his character, though. Like in the book and stuff, too. To my knowledge, that's like a character piece, though. Like, I it, it, mean, it's a good character piece. I guess that's opinionated, but sure, yeah. Like that's I, I don't mean. I think that was stupid. I didn't like love it. It's not like I'm like I love that aspect of him, but like it's a character piece to him.
0: If it was a movie I liked and the main character did stuff like that, you would be going on and on to this day about it.
1: I don't think I would care as much as you do. I think you care a lot more about it. It was just
0: so stupid.
1: Like, look at this picture. What about this picture? This is, like, it's so detailed. Somebody built this set. Yeah, and it's Claymation. Of course someone built it. Yeah, I know, but, like, that's Bill Murray laying there. Oh, uh, yeah, I can see that. He was some voice in there. He was the beaver. I did, I did like... he wasn't the beaver. He was the, the, um... Badger? The badger, thank you.
0: I liked how it was, like, a heist movie because I just like heist movies. And it certainly, like, kept the twist coming. But I mean, like, I don't know, I just couldn't, like, dig it as much as everyone else did.
1: What didn't you like about it? What was
0: it? I just thought, I don't know, I just, him himself as a character I just thought was kind of... Boring, I guess. Who George Clooney's character, yeah. Mr. Fox? He's so monotone to the whole thing. Honestly, dude, he Are you is
1: kidding me, dude. That's freaking George Clooney's voice. It's not like he altered it. Oh yeah, I'm not saying it's George. It's just like it's <laughs> I like can't, I don't know how to fight that one, dude. It's like a super
0: <laughs> intense part, and he's just like, oh yeah, here we go. Let's do this.
1: I mean, it's George Clooney's voice. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I don't know. I just didn't really like it that much. I think George Clooney's voice is, like, not, like, soothing, but it's, like, almost, it's, like, it's his voice is just so, like... And the whole part where, like, they have to keep
0: digging underneath, I didn't really like that part. They had to dig to for the lives? Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's, like... What did you want them to do? I don't know. I would have liked the story to take a different turn or whatever. Okay. Okay. I don't It was just, like, I don't know. This movie was just very bland and meh to me.
1: Interesting. Huh. I mean, I don't... You what? know how I what? feel about this. Like, I also like Wes Anderson movies, though. Like, I let me just name some other ones. I don't even know if you've seen any of his other movies. Like, you probably well, have I mean, he did Isle of Dogs.
0: I did want to see Moonrise that. Moonrise
1: Kingdom. Never even heard of that one. That's a great movie. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel. That's a fantastic movie. I did want to see that. That's a great movie. Um, fantastic Mr. Fox. He's done... Uh, what do you think? He's doing that French Dispatch movie that's coming out. I don't uh, know. What? The French Dispatch. I don't know what that is. Oh, that's, that's with um, Tommy, T- Timothy Chalamet. Uh I think, gosh, who else is in that? I think Saoirse Ronan's in that, actually. I don't think about it. I'm sure Bill Murray's in it. Bill Murray's like one of those staple people that he has all the time. Uh, literally I'm not kidding Yep, Bill Murray's in it Owen Wilson's in there Willem Defoe. all those people are like friends. So all the same people Yeah, with fantastic yeah, and Mr. they're like friends of his they, I'm pretty sure they were all in Isle of Dogs too they're, they're all in his movies and also though like I said he sticks to a formula that works for him though like I can't say like okay for Isle of Dogs you have Brian Cranston Edward Norton Edward Norton's in um, some other stuff Jed Goldblum was in that other movie that he was that he did let I me mean, look really quick Jeff it's, Goldblum
0: The life aquatic
1: with Steve, this this something to see. But that movie, he was in. Jeff Goldblum was in. Like he sticks with the same formula. Bill Murray was also in Isle of Dogs. Like those people that are in, and you haven't seen Isle of Dogs. I think Isle of Dogs is a little bit slower than Fantastic Mr. Fox. But this that movie is also incredibly creative. Like I, the way that I see it, and that was also a claymation film. But like these movies that they do is, like, he's just so unique. And you can't say that you've seen movies that are like this. No, I can't. Ex- and that is, like, current – Like, I think that's that's hard to do. And especially for Wes Anderson, like, the the music style he chose and the shots that he chose were amazing. Like, I just love – Like, for me, you could take, like, shots out of those movies and put them on your wall because they're just oh, so beautiful. That's a stress. Dude, I, I genuinely – He is – he is a who is the cinematographer again, and we talked about it. I don't know. And I was like, man, that is amazing. Like, that's so good. Um, but like, I just think he's incredibly unique, and not necessarily. I don't even think he's underrated because think the colors
0: are so good. They had a color palette of like three or four colors. It's not. It was like orange, true. green, and gray.
1: That's not even true. That's, <laughs>
0: that's totally true.
1: No, it's not, yeah. dude. Yeah, maybe like in the underground parts, but like, okay, look at this. Yes, there's Orange. yellow as the color, but you've got reds, whites, greens, blacks. You've got he's got a sock on his head. Look, look at the character in these bits. Like even on these, these were like put with specific writing piece. Like they have writing on them. It's not just boxes that's generic. This is blues, yellows. You have different. Like look at the co- the costumes they have.
0: Orange.
1: Like, Gray, what? orange, green, brown, blue. You have different colors in there. Like, look at this. Okay, this is a good example, actually. Yes. Overall, you have... But they're underground, too. But, like, you have different... Look at how much character these characters... Like, okay. Blacks, grays, browns. This looks pretty good. You got, like, silvers. We're looking at different photos on IMDb, just to give some... This is hard to do in a podcast, but, like... You're, look at okay, look at this You're photo.
0: naming the most boring colors. Look at it. This
1: is look at the eyes they put orange,
0: on. orange, brown, green,
1: orange, green, brown, black, white. Reds. Okay, look at this. Red. This is a huge part of like this is a great example. Look at the character that they put on this. Yes, there might be overall one color, but they're trying to portray a theme of what they're trying to do in that shot. Like remember the the kitchen scene? Where they were like the two boys were in the kitchen yeah. and the lady came out and she's like partially blind, yeah. Like there was, was she like
0: partially blind.
1: Yeah, she was oh. she like couldn't see really well. She was like a she's an idiot. She's dummy. But like just to like yes, okay. Look at this. This is brown, but look at all the texture in the background of this. Yes, this is not an easy task, and I think yeah, like, I'm not saying I, it's I think you're. Easy. Just, I think what you're saying, like it is a colorful film. This movie and the same thing with I Love Dogs. That movie is literally on a like the island is like a garbage island yeah it's just garbage there and they made it look beautiful so like for him though and also you haven't seen his other movies but his other movies are like even more beautiful so like it's just fills into his shots of like the different and like also like like i said before the writing he kind of pulls from obviously has to pull some from roald doll like what the cuss and stuff like that like those things were part of the i did like
0: that that was kind of funny
1: But the humor in this movie is not like slapsticky, but also it's it's, like sophisticated humor. And I love that. Like Bill Murray was funny in this movie, but it wasn't him trying too hard. Like you have to find the humor in it. Or even like that. Remember when Owen Wilson was um, the coach? Yeah, he's like teaching him whatever that game was. I can't remember what the game was. Like cricket or whatever it is, but it's not cricket. Yeah. And he's like explaining it to him. Like, just the way that they even wrote that scene of explaining and all the lines and the squiggly this, then you have to go to here. And then you have to go out here before the pine gun, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's comedy without trying to be too hard and force it. And that's very much Wes Anderson's style. So, if you don't like this movie, odds out, you're probably not going like to like Wes Anderson at all. Like, that's true. Truthfully, I don't think Wes Anderson's your kind of person. Like, go probably watch not. Jim Carrey's Liar Liar then and have I a I will. Ride. Like, that movie is funny, but like, this is much more art, like artsy, is how I would put it. This is an art, like an artsy film, and that's. And I bet you Matt could back me up on this movie. He probably loves this movie too, if he's seen it. I'm pretty sure Coon's seen this movie. <sighs> he likes it. Like this is a this is loved by a lot of people I know. You're one of the only people I know that's opposed.
0: Much like you and Chef, everyone I've talked to about Chef loves that movie Gosh, except what a, you. What
1: a rough movie. Get yeah, see, movie get out of here, out. dude. And that movie has constant flaws. We should review that one. I would have to rewatch it again, but Libby yeah. and I can rewatch. You it guys are
0: country. the only two people I've encountered that don't absolutely adore that movie. I mean, Everyone else I've t- t- like brought that movie up to loves it.
1: Do you it. know if Matt likes
0: it? Yeah, he does. Because he was saying one t- one of the few times he was at work, I was saying I was like, he's like, should go home and watch a movie, Cam. Which movie? I'm like, you should watch Chef. He's like, I can get down with Chef.
1: Dude, that movie is, like, something. It's, it's not a bad movie, but it's, again, it's a movie that you overhyped and was like, this movie's a five out of five. And nothing. Brett gave funny. it a four and a half, That two. doesn't change my case. If anything, that helped by making it, like, oh, man, this movie's going to be amazing. And then the flaws in that film. Like, dude, Scarlett Johansson being in that movie, zero sense. Like, I was actually, like why is she here get out of town same thing with robert downey jr like talk about a completely useless character in that movie anyway we're not talking about chef but that movie is something else anyway um man i don't have like much to talk about with this movie just like other than to me like claymation is something that's close to me and i love like i think part of it is the nostalgic factor for me like what's nostalgic about it i don't know i grew up watching wallace and gromit and chicken run I love Trick and Run. It's a great movie. But like, I don't know. I think it's just a, I also appreciate a lot with when it comes to like voice acting and it comes to claymation and just like, I don't know. It's just, it's not a super easy task. I feel like you could watch this movie and completely put it aside and just be like, wow, yeah, this is claymation or whatever. But like, just the sheer work that goes behind this stuff is amazing. Um, Yeah sure see that in cam is a prime example of somebody who just watches this movie and just doesn't take the time to appreciate it like he's just like yeah okay that's fine like this takes a lot of time to do and so for me even just and i don't love like great example of a movie i don't think is great is sean the sheep i don't really like care for that but they have a completely different type of like that kind of claymation is a completely different aspect of they're trying to tell a story without him speaking. And so that is another thing. That's another challenge and barrier to break in that, um, which I can appreciate. So like, I, I don't love them a lot, but I still watch that and would appreciate what they're doing. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I can't think of like a ton of other claymation films that are wrapped around that off the top of my head. Oh, James and the Giant Peach, another roll doll film, um, which is, Actually, I might have been animated. I don't know if that was actually done by Claymation. I can't remember. But I don't know. Let me look really quick. But, um, let me see here.
0: I just don't see why you like Claymation so much.
1: I just explained it to you if you were listening. kind of wasn't honestly. I know that. Um, yeah. You know what? Stop motion. Yep, it is. It's stop motion. So... That's another film. Have you ever seen that movie? What? James and the Giant Peach? No. Okay, that movie is a mix between the two. So it's both live action and claymation. And that is a really good movie too. That is just beautiful, beautiful colors. Here, look. If it shows. Wow, that's really great. Looks ridiculous. It's an older film, but I mean... Another movie that is really good. Um, I haven't seen it for a long time now. But I say that? But either way, uh, well, just staying with with uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox for me, this is a perfect film. I'm giving it a five out of five. It's perfect. You have me. a four and a half on Letterbox. Oh, it's five out of five for me. There's nothing wrong with it. Like I genuinely think that it's it's a perfect film. Same thing with same thing with Cam and Twelve Angry Men. He hates that movie. He thinks it's so boring. I think if it's not, like, funny or action, cams out. That's such a lie. Too true. Literally too true. Name a movie that you like that has no action or comedy. Chef. Yeah, I guess that's fair, actually. I mean... Uncut Gems. That is an action-based film. That's a high... That is a high suspense... Fairly action. It is a very high suspense action film. I thought you were going to say that one. I'm like, no, that's not going to be... That is totally action-based. That's, like, a high drama suspense. Well, either way, like with this movie, it is Richard Jewell, Dark Waters. Dark Waters, I'll give you. I haven't seen love, Richard love Dark Waters, Richard Jewell. I haven't seen, so I don't know about that one.
0: There's more in here. That's... You gave
1: Dolomite two and a half, no, four. Oh, I'm looking on upside down. That's why.
0: Yeah, it's Zombieland. I love Just this. Mercy, Marriage Story. Marriage Story is amazing. See, I... Tate's <laughs> Parasite. I'll give you that one. I I don't think it's bad, but it's definitely not. See,
1: that's a movie, though, that you got bored. I think if you have to, like, put in the thought into it, that's you don't... That's so... Like. True! Not true. True. Have you seen Interstellar? No. I guarantee you would hate that movie. Not seen You would literally sit... And the same thing with Inception. You'd sit through it, and you'd be like, I have to I think too hard. I saw
0: parts of Inception... But it was at like a drive-in with a double feature, and it was like when it first came out, so I fell asleep.
1: What? That would be so cool. I wish I
0: saw it as a drive-in. I was like, tw- like not even ten years old when that movie came out. Twenty ten. So yeah, I you was were thirteen. Yeah, and I fell asleep during it.
1: I was just a young lad. It's another movie that's really good.
0: Um. Okay, I give it a two and a half. I mean, at least you're not like giving it a bad score. At least you're. I told you, it's not bad. It's just not I think great. you just
1: like, lost interest, though. That's how I felt. When we watched the movie, I felt like you lost interest with it semi-quickly. Correct or not? Eh,
0: I wouldn't say that. Just didn't do it for me. Well, okay. I, like, once I started digging around, I thought it was like, okay, this is a little weird.
1: Did you like the, like did you enjoy like the parts where they were like talking about the different like guys and their companies and like, see, that's what I'm talking about when it comes to like the differences of like the colors they used like each one had a different theme, each company, like the cider guy had like, it was like all like a golden color of like his place and the other, like, but he sat in that room, Mm you remember like that room that he was like pumping his food and he would like, he'd just drink Mm -hmm. like different, like just the characters that Wes Anderson like builds around that is incredibly unique. We'll have to watch another one and review one um, of his movies. Maybe the when the French Dispatch comes out, we'll review that one or one of these other ones like Isle of Dogs. Um, but he's just... Like, I, I definitely would not... I, this is one of those circumstances where I can't say he's underrated because he's, like, known as one of, like, the best directors of our time. So it's like... Like of the current directors we have, like Jordan Peele, Wes Anderson, like those guys are in a, a in a elite class of directors and there then is is. Up there. Wes Anderson is definitely out there. Jordan Peele, which you never saw literally the movie that like made Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele, the director, not Jordan Peele and, and like, like, uh, Key and Peele. yeah, I was love a, Key and Peele. yeah, but like it went from Keelan Peele to Jordan Peele as his own name. Like that movie is the movie. I know, and I still I'm surprised can't. you remember
0: that, because I've told you like five times that I haven't seen it, and every time I say it,
1: what? I know, that's just stupid that you haven't seen that movie. That's like, that's like, I can't even put it into words. That's just jaw-dropping.
0: Whatever. So, Fantastic Mr. Fox, I've crunched the numbers, between the two of us, gets a 3.75 as a final score, which I guess is fair probably a little low for you
1: yeah it is i mean like i'd be more satisfied with the four, but that's whatever
0: um i don't really have it as you can tell i haven't really had much to say on this movie
1: i think you just again overall i think it's just a bland film for you that you just didn't think much of and it was not holding your attention and when you said that they were like digging that's like maybe a little over halfway through the film yeah so, like, the other half of the movie, you clocked out. Maybe.
0: I mean, I was still, like, paying, washing it and paying close attention, but I just thought it was, like, I just felt they could have gone another, like...
1: But I just am curious what direction would you have wanted them to go? I mean, I don't and know. And straight from the book. I
0: don't know, like, have not have, like, the guy... I'm not saying they should have strayed from the book. I'm just saying I'm probably not a huge fan of the book. But I'm just, like, I don't know. Maybe not have the guys go so ape right away and dig them out. And maybe, like, have them, like... Plan a little more in the tree, and like maybe move to another tree, and get further away. But then the people still keep chasing them.
1: Okay, I mean, I'd have to. I guess that was kind of an airless question. I guess, yeah, like sure. I don't really know how to respond to that. the The, the book is the book, and that's what they went off of.
0: Anyway, uh, what's next?
1: An event. Uh, Ant Man
0: and the Wasp.
1: Oh yeah, right, you're right, you're right.
0: So, Ant-Man and the Wasp is the next episode. Oof. Yeah, that sums it up right there. Um We'll look forward to talking about that one. If you want to get more involved with the podcast, please do follow us on Instagram or Twitter, and Twitter, I should say. Uh, the handle for both those is at in our reels. Uh, yeah, you know the drill with that by now. Um So, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp will be the next one. That'll be fun. Uh, and as always, thanks for listening. Greatly appreciate it. And we'll see you in the next episode.